Welcome to the Run Radio Podcast. My name's Trina, and my guest today is a runner from the community we all know very well, Jeff Welling. Welcome. Thank you. Good Thanks be for being, being my guest co-host. It seems like you're kind of a fixture when it comes to being out and pounding the pavement. How long have you been running? Well, it, it's kind of funny. You know, a lot of people think that I've been running since forever. Uh, to be honest, I ran one day of cross country in high school. And I either didn't get the memo or I ignored the warnings to be ready for the first day of legitimate practice. So uh, the five mile, the five mile warm up kind of freaked me out. I survived that. And then we went to the hills and did 880 repeats for a while. And I was so completely worn out and discouraged by the time I got done, I quit. Whoa. So that was in, that was a long time ago. Yeah. In the 80s. Uh, so after that, I, when I moved to Missouri, I met a friend who lived next door and I don't even know how or why it came to be, but he's like, Hey, we should run the sunshine run 10 K. And this was probably 86, I'm thinking. And I think we kind of trained. We really didn't know what we were doing. We ran and we showed up and did the race. And then that was it until um, several years after I was uh, 41 years old and not happy with the way I felt, not happy with the way I looked. And I said, you know, I need to do something and I'm going to try to restart my, uh, my running, I'll say career, but <laughs> my, yeah. my attempt at being a runner. So that was, uh, at age 41 and, um, 59 now. So I guess I've only been running consistently for however many years that is 18, 17. Did you do anything else fitness wise, or were you just pretty much like, Eh, every now and then I'll go out and do something. I I got real serious with a buddy of mine. Um, he was a bodybuilder, so we did a lot of gym work when I was going to college. Um, I was pretty serious about it because I was kind of supporting him, but I kind of enjoyed it. So we were we were hitting the gym probably six days a week, a lot of two a days and stuff, trying to get him. Uh, ready for competitions and he was very inspirational to me he was like five three and a half maybe and incredibly strong and so it was it was fun to go to the gym with him and you know he would sit there and curl his body weight for reps and I'm just like oh my goodness yeah, yeah. <laughs> how did he do that and so we would you know we'd help each other spot each other motivate each other and uh, I really enjoyed that and then I guess probably as college wound down and um I started working more than yeah the sedentary lifestyle took over I uh, was married you know had a child so things changed which yeah. is not an excuse but that's just kind of the way it went yeah so you know I worked a lot stressful ate poorly um drank too much and it just got to the point where uh it was not pleasant yeah you know? so why running 
probably just for the low barrier of entry, you know, it's like, all you have to do is, which is the hardest thing is put the shoes on and the shorts on. That can be the hardest thing some days, but then all you have to do is open the door. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I ran around the block, you know, and really struggled, you know, ran around the block twice the next time and, you know, built a little bit of confidence. And then I told myself, okay, I guess I'm going to give this an honest effort um, as soon as I can run a 5k that distance without walking, I'm going to actually buy myself a real pair of running shoes. And, you know, at the time, you know, it was, they were Brooks adrenaline GTS fives. I, I remember them and I spent <laughs> an ungodly amount of money, like $79, you know, at the time was crazy. Uh, yeah. Now they're 179. Yes. Right? Yes. Uh, but oh, what a difference that made, you know, uh -huh. getting a real pair of shoes. And I think at that point, um, Mary owned Ridge Runner Sports, yes. the, shoe, the shoe store. And, you know, I think, you know, I kind of started seeing, I'm like, wow, there, you know, there's a lot of running going on around here and, and I'm competitive by nature. So, um, you know, it, it kind of transpired into, okay, there's, 5k races just about every weekend and you know maybe i'll give that a try so not really following any formal training and i don't even remember how many days a week i ran or whatever but um it just began that uh i collected lots of t-shirts running 5k yes. for a while <laughs> yeah and for some reason put them in a box like anybody would want them and i think i finally turned <laughs> a donation a few years ago <laughs> I but mean, that used was... to be the biggest thing. I mean, the t-shirt was it. You almost oh. didn't care if you got a medal, you got a shirt. Yeah, you know? true, so. true. But once you get bit by that bug and you start seeing your performance improve, the medals are pretty nice. Yes, absolutely. So what was that like for you to actually run a race besides that kind of rogue sunshine run but one right. where you had actually put on the shoes and tr did some training what was that like yeah it was it was a lot of fun um you know 5k's hurt if you're running them hard but mm -hmm. you're you were there with you know it's like the community was great you know met all kinds of people um which was you know motivating you'd see the the fast folks go out and it just kind of pull the whole group along you know, you always had somebody there to ch to challenge you and to challenge yourself. Um, so yeah, it was it was great, you know, and eventually, you know, made some great friends in the community through running. And, um, you know, the first, I don't know, four or five years, I would, I was kind of a seasonal runner. Um, I, I had a lawn and landscape business, so I worked an awful lot spring, summer, fall. So I would, you know, run in the fall, run in the winter. And then when season started again, I'd kind of taper off. And I did that for a little while and then realized, gosh, this is starting over. It's <laughs> yeah. rough. <laughs> yes. And, uh, you know, everybody says, well, you're busy. You're working all the time, you know, it, but it doesn't translate. You know, running yeah. is running. Yeah. Um, so at some point I decided, you know, I'm just going to do this year round and, and, you know, had at that point had met some friends that ran. So we, you know, had that, uh, 
camaraderie and that accountability, you know, Hey, we're meeting at such and such a time. And that's, that's nice. Cause some days solo is, is rough, you know, the, the excuses sneak in, but mm-hmm. uh, so yeah, it was, you know, a great fitness, you know, mental clarity and then making all kinds of new friends and slowly those factors just turned into a lifestyle, you know, you, uh, you know, you, you start to think, well, you know, do I really need that milkshake, you know, or do I need to eat this big meal? Cause I got to run in the morning and then, you know, friends would ask you to go out and you're like, yeah, I got to get up at five and run in the morning. Yeah. You know, I can't go to that concert or whatever at <laughs> nine o'clock. You know, that's, yeah. That's, <laughs> so, so yeah. Um, yeah, there's kind of a big, you know, kind of a big shift there um, for the better. I mean, definitely. Yeah. When so, did you start tackling longer races and what's your longest distance to date? Um, in, I believe it was 2010, I ran a half marathon on um, Frisco. Um, there were several versions of it. And to be honest, at this point, I can't remember exactly but you know i was out there in my baggy shorts and my long sleeve cotton t-shirt and i ran that half marathon and finished and said oh how do people turn around and run this distance again a marathon you know that's right. you know like and then i said the words i will never run a marathon and then of course bass pro that fall you know i did <laughs> you, you ran a marathon you I got bit marathon. by the bug i ran my first marathon there and uh so i guess from that that half marathon was in april i believe march or april and then by november of that year i had run my first uh, yeah. marathon and believe it or not before i even completed that race I thought it would be cool to run a marathon in another state. So I had signed up for one in California and, and then I guess subconsciously I was already hooked, even though I said I didn't really want to run a marathon. I signed up for two <laughs> and then, uh, you know, things, uh, got way out of hand after that. Yeah. Did you, did you ever get to the point where you felt like you needed to cut back? Um, Yes. Um, you know, I, you know, like I said, I ran that and then I, I did the second one and then I'm like, well, maybe I can qualify for Boston, you know? So then on my third one, I ran in, uh, in Omaha and I met people from Springfield in yeah. Omaha because yeah. I just recognized them. I'm like, Hey, aren't you guys from, and they're like, yeah, you know? So, you know, they, they did that and then they said, Hey, you should come run Las Vegas. It'd be really fun. And I'm like, okay. And <laughs> that race, you know, I, I thought, you know, I really had a chance to qualify for Boston and uh, I'll spare you the details of the history of that first year that they ran the Vegas marathon on the strip, but it was a complete nightmare. Yes. And, I remember hearing that. Yeah. And I, you know, again, I missed, I missed the time by a little bit. And uh, my friend, Brian Wright from Springfield, who lives in Tennessee now, who's mm-hmm. run, very accomplished runner. Yes. He's like, hey man, I'm sorry you missed your time in Vegas, but run for the ranch is in two weeks. 
<laughs> and if you run two marathons in two weeks, you can be a marathon maniac. So I'm like, oh, okay, let's do that too. You know, so why not? <laughs> hook, line, and sinker. I, you know, I guess I, I slowly started uh, my progression of uh, running a marathon in every state. So um, with urging of several people in the maniacs group and several local people that had done it. And then they're like, Hey, there's also a group that does the 50 States sub four, you know, John Everett here in town and uh, Curtis Revore and Becky Lawrence and Branson and uh, Richard, who used to run the OMRR group, you know, yeah. they had all done it. And I'm like, wow, that's super cool. And so far, all of my marathons have been under four, so I should just keep going. So it was a great accomplishment. But after I completed that, you know, I'm like, okay, where's my why? You know, yeah. because yeah. Uh, to be honest, there's plenty of, there's people that are doing the States for their fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth time. And I think they're crazy, but that's my opinion. Yeah. But to me, my why was kind of, I don't know, in question. It's like, okay, well, I accomplished this goal, but why would I want to keep doing that? You know, people people would ask me, they're like, <clears throat> well, you ran such and such a race, like Hartford, Connecticut. How was that race? I'm like, I don't know. It was great. It was cool. It finished, started and finished in this neat park. But, you know, I'd fly out on a Friday, run the race on a Saturday, and then either fly back Saturday night or Sunday morning just to check that box. And I'm like, this is cool. But, um, so, you know, I kind of, kind of, uh, was kind of tired of maybe burned out of the pounding of the pavement. So then I thought I would run longer distances cause why not? Right. Because you've got to so, have a goal. You've got to have so, a challenge. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, yeah. So, you know, then I, you know, I was doing a few more 50 Ks and decided it'd be a good idea to run a hundred miler. So, um, I did that and it was, it was an amazing experience, tough, but, um, super cool. I mean, the mental aspect of running that far, I mean, you ask anybody or you mention it to anybody and you hear, Oh, I don't even like driving that far. And I'm like, yeah, I get it. A hundred miles is a long way, mm -hmm. <laughs> but, but it, you know, it was, it was, uh, it was really good. And, uh, again, with the community, it's great. There were several people that I knew doing that race. I had a great friend, Derek Gloss that came and paced me, which is for those that aren't runners, a pacer runs with you, uh, kind of moral support, motivational support. They, they can't, carry any of your nutrition or water but they're there you know they they encourage and um he was a great help yeah for sure and uh so you know that's i've, I've done that twice and I, at this point i really don't have any desire to do it again i'm not going to yeah. say never because i've yeah. said that before <laughs> so Bye. yeah so 100 miles is it and believe it or not there's like that's not even considered that long anymore. There's 200, 250, 300 mile races now. Yeah. Uh, you know, they, they had a, uh, a recent 
competition where the winner ran 450 miles straight over I don't even know how many hours 80 some odd hours with no sleep and it's like yeah yeah no thank you yeah no thanks uh, and, and you know I love how a lot of these people are running these long trails you know whether it be like the John Muir trail or you know these races where they run coca Dona 250 through arizona i mean that's mm -hmm. amazing but i'd like to do that distance but i would like to do it over maybe four or five days yeah, yeah. and actually be able to enjoy it sleep at night get right. up see the sunrise and see the scenery those guys are just out there grinding and yeah I, that's to me it's impressive but not i don't envy you know i don't want to do that so. right Right. So no, like many runners know, no matter what distance, when you get invested, you're, you're putting a lot of wear and tear on your body. So what Absolutely. kind of injuries have you had to endure and recover from? Well, oh, I'm no. knocking on wood. Um, oddly enough, when I first kind of got into the 5k thing, um i was working my lawn business and i stepped down from my trailer and i hyperflexed my knee and ended up tearing the meniscus oh. and through a series of crazy events um that kept delaying procedures i ended up not having it it kind of resolved itself. So I don't know if, if whatever tore just kind of tore off and disintegrated or it wasn't it wasn't a serious terror, so maybe I was fortunate. So that's, I'll say that's my worst injury. Um, I mean, it was painful and, you know, I was hobbling around. I still worked and got through it. And one other time I was being dumb and trying to reach a mileage goal for the year. And I was really pushing at the end of the year. And I, I had a, I'll say it was Achilles tendonitis. I don't know exactly what it was, but it was super painful. And I missed, I missed nine days of running there, oh. but that's probably the worst of it. You know, I've had niggles or, you know, nicks and stuff here and there where I've had to take off a little, you know, day or so. Yeah. I generally, I have a pretty good feel for my body and I know when I'm injured versus when I'm just, hurting and you know and i yeah you know i've changed things around you know i've done you know get on the treadmill it's a little softer um i've done you know elliptical is nice and reduces the impact cycling you know mm -hmm. whether it be stationary bike or get out on the road um swimming um there's a thing called pool running mm -hmm. where you wear a flotation belt and you kind of just hover in the water and you just run and it yeah. seems really awkward at first but it's a really good way to keep the mobility without the impact so um you know i i understand a lot a lot of people that get into running and then you hear oh you know i can't run my knees my back my hips my this that and the other and and i can't judge somebody else's pain or injury but there's always things you can do to still work around it and stay mm -hmm. mobile and stay healthy until whatever issue it is resolves again, unless there's, you know, structural bones, you know, tear, you know, sure. serious, stuff, which, sure. you know, and strength training. 
I assume yes. you incorporate that for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, particularly as you get older, you know, our bones, you know, kind of decrease in density. So putting load on your body mm -hmm. rebuilds, for lack of a better word, your bone strength and your muscles and tendons and everything else. But, um, so yeah, um, I strongly suggest strength training and, yeah. you know, it doesn't even need necessarily to be slamming heavy weights in the gym. You know, no. you can just, you know, body squats, you know, sit-ups, dips, push-ups, planks. Yeah. I mean, a lot of times it gets overcomplicated and, yeah. you know, and then, and then sometimes you watch the morning show and they're curling cans of green beans and you think it's silly, but uh, you know, it's resistance. It's resistance. Yeah. And, it, it you know, anything you can do beyond the normal pressures of life and your body through resistance, it makes you stronger. Yeah. So, I mean, just, you know, I don't claim to be an exercise physiologist, but <laughs> If it's harder and it's pushing your body beyond normally what you do, it's resistance training and it's going to help. Since you really got into your running and your fitness around 40, yeah. what's it been like, you know, because usually that's where a lot of people start seeing their setbacks if right. they've been doing it lifelong. And that's kind of where you started. So was it strange for you to start because you were obviously on an incline at starting yes. at that point, you went up, but did you have any weird occurrences as you were aging and, and building your fitness? Um, I noticed that a lot of people that were my age were beginning to decline. And I was, like you said, I was getting more efficient and getting stronger and faster. Um, so it was kind of nice to place in age groups <laughs> for a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because, I mean, a lot, I mean, there's exceptions, but there's a lot of people, runners, that started in middle high school. And by the time they reach this, you know, the age of when I started running, they're, you know, they're physically breaking down maybe, or they're mentally, you know, like, I'm over this, mm -hmm. or a combination of the two, or other you know physical things that are you know making it harder for them um so i i knew that i had maybe a little bit of an advantage because i didn't have all those miles on my body already mm -hmm. but with that said in my line of work i'm walking 20 to thirty-five thousand steps a day anyway so <laughs> i guess i'm out You're there busy. yeah too, but um uh, being yeah. on your feet a lot helps no matter what it does it does um but it can make you know people ask oh my god you're on your feet 8 10 11 hours a day how do you get your running and i said i wake up early yeah because nine out of ten times if you say you're going to run in the afternoon it doesn't happen because you've had all day to get tired and come up with excuses and yeah. um so occasionally when i was you know trying to be fast i would put a set of running clothes in my work truck and wherever I ended that day, I just changed my clothes and ran before I went home, before I put any equipment up because yeah. that couch will just take over as soon as you yeah. get home. <laughs> yeah. That, that's so. kind of how I've always been a morning 
runner. And that's just, I I'm with you. I can't I know. do it. Later I've seen in the you day. out there. It's like, if, it, <laughs> if it doesn't happen early, it's not going to happen the same right. way at all. Right. So. I mean, life takes over and, yeah. and you know, it's, it's, it's not easy. You know, you've got family obligations and work and, you know, you got to get up at four 30 and it's like, Oh, that's, mm-hmm. it's tough some days. Um, but you know, like I tell anybody with any new habit, the first two to three weeks, and I won't use a cuss word, but the first two or three weeks are horrible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they are. Yeah. But after that, it's worth it for sure. For sure. It, the, the benefits definitely outweigh the reward is, it's unexplainable. I've really always felt like runner is such a great life teacher yeah. for so oh. many things. I don't know how you feel about that, sure. but sure. it just yeah, seems I mean, like it, you, it you, you, it's like, there's a starting point and there's a finishing point and you're going to give, you know, you, I mean, I've had one DNF DNF is where you do not finish a race. And, but you know, on, in, during a race, you're going to finish. I mean, it, just like if you have a task at work or you're helping your child do homework, you can't just bail in the middle of it, you know? So it, I think it helps, you know, it helps with toughness. It definitely helps with time management. Yeah. Because, you know, if you're running, you know, 45 minutes to an hour and a half, several times a day and longer on the weekends, you have to plan that and you mm-hmm. still, but I'm a strong believer in busy people get things done. Yeah. Um, I think we've all kind of slid into the habit of, you know, sit down, let's whatever it is, read a book, do whatever hobby you are, watch TV. And and before you know it, you look up and three hours have vanished and you've eaten a half a bag of Fritos and it's like, Oh no, mm-hmm. <laughs> what, did, what just happened? You know? Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, staying busy, you get it done. And, and for some reason, Right now, my wife and I decided we're going to do this program called 75 Hard. And part of that program is you have to do four, two 45 work, two 45 minute workouts daily oh, for okay. five days. And, okay. and, and, and there's other things that go on too, but that really takes some planning, you know, because you can't do an hour and a half and check the box. You got to do two 45 minute workouts. One of them's got to be outside. So, uh, you know as runners, it's like, okay, cool. I love running when it snows. That doesn't bother me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, uh, anyway, so I, it, it seems to me like I've, for me, I always have to have some challenge in front of me. I always have yeah. to have a race on the schedule um, because I can slip into, you know, destructive habits just like anybody else where you, you know, yeah. lay on the couch all day or, you know, yeah. eat bunch of garbage or you know not drink enough water and then you feel crappy and you're like how did this happen and then you well I did it (laughs) yeah yeah anyway that's kind of how I approach it you know like we've got a race and a goal race in May we're going to try to go back to I'm going to try to go back to Boston which I the only time I ran it was the year of the bombing so I'd like to go and oh right have a better experience so we'll see um yeah Well, I want to talk a little bit about, you know, kind of encouraging people at whatever age to get into running. Cause like you, I didn't 
do running in high school. That wasn't mm -hmm. anything that I felt like I was good at or, you know, it was just more of a punishment, you know, yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. or or to facilitate another sport. I think we had to do it for tennis or something like that. Sure. So I did it, didn't really love it, but I felt like once I realized I could take it at my speed yeah. and really like you said, get involved with the community. It was just a different game. It was just something yeah. like, wow, I, I can do this. And I want other yeah. people to feel like that running is for everybody. It's not just it for is. Totally. a particular college athlete, high school athlete, or elite group. So how, how do you feel or encourage people that are just like mesmerized by what you do? Because you, you've really had some great accomplishments. Well, <laughs> thank you. Um, I, I just kind of a one little saying that I stole from somebody. I don't know who it is, but movement is medicine. You know, just get out there. And it doesn't matter if you can't run two times around the block, you know, run for 20 seconds. Yeah. Walk for 20 seconds. Run for 20 seconds. And then, you know, you'll you'll get those little victories and that'll get you out there the next time it's like wow i can't believe it i ran i did six repetitions of 20 seconds look at me you know and that's great and then maybe next time it'll be 30 seconds and then maybe next time you'll you know you'll run a whole mile without stopping uh and maybe that's not your goal maybe you want to run you just want to run a half a mile and then you're going to walk a half a mile whatever it is um for me and a lot of people i know the competitive bug sneaks in there and then you know and I, it it's a, it's a good thing i think because it you know it pushes you and gives you you know gives you some goals but i know a lot of people that absolutely just run on their own and they just love it it's like meditation it's uh time that they get to clear their head and maybe get away from friends and family that maybe get on their nerves a little bit mm -hmm. and it just gives them that time. And so, you know, benefits are immense from running. Um, you know, like my route, it was great. I met a lot of friends, had a lot of uh, goals to achieve and that's kind of motivates me more than anything. But, uh, you know, you just got to find your why, you know, yeah. um, and be patient with it. You know, it, it's uncomfortable at first, like anything, you know, you change any habit, you know, but it, you know, like the old saying, if you always do what you always did, you always get what you always got. And if you're not happy with what you got, you got to do something different. You gotta change it. Um, so, you know, like I said, for me, that first goal of running three miles, it was, I was going to reward myself with a new pair of shoes. And, and that, you know, kickstarted me to, you know, really get after it. Cause I think, you know, part of it was, Oh my gosh, I spent all this money on these shoes. I have to run. I'm now. Years old. <laughs> We're going to wear and, these puppies out. Right. And then, you know, that can kind of turn into a shoe collection, you know, Ooh, I gotta oh. have this one. I gotta have that one, <laughs> you know? So I don't, I, I don't even, I think I've got six pair in rotation now and two on the yeah. shelf that haven't been open. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm familiar, but uh, it's, yeah. It, there it's can a, be worse habits for sure. There <laughs> absolutely can. Now this challenge that you and your wife are doing, is that something you guys are just doing together? Or are you opening that up for the community? It's, 
something we're doing together and it we're okay. following a, a plan if somebody else had started it several years ago and we've had friends that do it and I just thought, well, that looks really tough. We should do it. We should do <laughs> and, it. Do hard things. <laughs> and it, yeah, it's called 75 hard. And I'm not right. plugging them, but people probably know what it is or they can look it yeah. up. And, and uh, it's more of a mental toughness thing than it is a physical thing. So if anybody's interested, they can look it up. We also have a group of crazy friends that in, I guess it's becoming a habit now. Every December, we do a plank challenge where December 1st, you do a one minute plank and then you add a minute for every day. Oh boy. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, last year it still blew my mind that we were able, we planked for 31 minutes continuous and it's like, oh my gosh, how did we do that? But like anything, you know, inch by inch and we just slowly built up and it's like, wow, it's crazy. <laughs> Very cool. Well, I'll be interested in having you come back and tell me how your challenges went and how trainings are going for Boston, if you're interested. Sure. All right. Thank you so much time for spending yeah. some of your precious, you know, running time, lifetime, <laughs> encouraging other runners. I, I appreciate um, it very much. I hope anybody that's thinking about it just takes that step out the door because it's so worth it. I feel the same way. Thanks so much. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Bye.